This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everybody, it's Jamie Migdahl, your host with Pets Mean Business on the wonderful Pet Life Radio Network. So if you've been listening to the podcast and you know we've been doing some really interesting things around uh, working with my co-host Dustin McAdams from PupJoy and uh, we've been sharing the podcasting efforts and responsibilities and I think from what we've been hearing people are kind of loving that. Dustin has a really nice approach from the product side or I have approach from the services side. And so the two of us together, I think we can really develop and deliver a much nicer, wide variety of content, guests, and perspectives. And that's really, you know, for us, for Dustin and myself, and for Pet Life Radio, and for you, it is for you. You know, there's really no reason for us to be doing a podcast about pets and business if it's not benefiting you, the listener, in either forwarding your own business or helping you get into the business, or if you're just intrigued by how much the pet industry has grown and continues to grow over the past couple of decades, then maybe you're listening just because you have that curiosity. Either way, either way, it's our job to make sure that our guests and our sponsors and everything is in alignment with the idea that we're going to be talking about. We do talk about how massive and amazing this almost $70 billion pet industry is. And that's really what it comes down to. And what we see and what I've seen and what Dustin sees and what Mark, our producer, sees, what we continually see of new businesses popping up, kind of almost on a very regular basis. I would almost say daily. I can't I can't justify that. I have no statistical backing for that, but I would imagine that it's happening on a fairly regular basis. And that's the thing that's most inspiring, I think. From my perspective, watching this industry grow, I think that you, the listener, really, you know, we've heard from you guys. We know that you love hearing about people's inventive ideas, the ingenuity, the innovation. And that's, you know, that's really what our goal is to be able to provide you that type of content, those guests, those interviews, that information. So you know that if you are sitting there right now and you are thinking, you know, I, oh gosh, I love animals. I love my dog. I love my cat. I'm really sick of my corporate job, whatever, whatever situation. I'm going back to work. Um, haven't worked in a while. I used to work with pets, but I abandoned that because I was told I needed to have a real job and I want to go back. Whatever your situation is, and I know there's so many variables and variations of a situation like that. The idea is that you're listening today to me and uh, talking to my wonderful guest, Dave, who I'll talk about momentarily. And you're going to think to yourself, possibly, hmm. If they can do it, you know what? I can do it too. And that's really, at the end of the day, if that happens for you, I feel really good about that. If it happens that you think about your son or your daughter or your friend or your colleague or your spouse or your whoever, hey, listen, I listened to this podcast today and heard this person who's doing this thing. It made me think about you. Anything that can happen like that, oh, how amazing. If that happens like once, that's amazing. If it happens 10 times, that's 10 times amazing. Whatever it is. That's the idea because the pet industry is open to you if you have ideas, if you want to work in the pet industry as an innovator, as an employee, as a partner, whatever you want to do, it's available to you. And I've been on the road now for, let's see, I just got back last night from three weeks of traveling literally around the country. I was in Vegas. I was in Boston, New York, San Francisco, Seattle. I was all over the country in the last three weeks, just looking around, having conversations, talking with our customers. Um, I own a pet business, of course. 
And innovation is thriving. It's alive and well and getting even more interesting, I think, as kind of the days and months and years go on. So to that end, to that point, today's guest is all about that. And so that's why I'm excited because I want to just bring on innovators. You know, I really want to just bring folks on the show that just are doing cool things and following their dream. And my guest today is absolutely embodies that. So when we come back, when we come back, I'm going to introduce to you my, and I'm going to be very transparent here. He's my very good friend. Um, in fact, his wife and I went, uh, we went to college together. We were roommates. So we, we go way back, but he's a really incredibly impressive person. And I'll, I'll let him do a lot of that talking about himself, but I will let you know that he is the real deal. And I really love that he's available and has agreed to come on and talk about what he's doing because he fits the mold of that person who is just pursuing their dreams in the pet space and doing something so incredibly game-changing. So um, when I come back, we'll talk to Dave. I'll introduce him and his um, new brand and uh, the things that he's doing to uh, bring on change. And you know that I always say this, but if you want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me at jamie at petliferadio.com. Happy to make introductions, help you with things, make connections, whatever it is that you need. You know, you've, I've, I love that when people, I love when people reach out. It's the best thing ever. All right. So on that note, we're going to go to break, hear from some sponsors, great sponsors, the best sponsors. Pepjoy is a sponsor. FetchFind, my company, is actually a sponsor of today's show. And also PetSmart is a sponsor of today's show. And, uh, and you're, you're probably thinking, well, if you're talking about all of this innovation and all of these entrepreneurs, how could PetSmart be a sponsor? That doesn't make any sense, Jamie. Well, it does, though, you see, because even in large corporate um, environments, there's room for innovation and there's room for really uh, people who want to get into the pet space. And at PetSmart, why we work with them is because they have a really great grooming department and their grooming department is available to anyone who wants to start working with pets because they actually put you through school. And that is cool. Because I think one of the hardest things about getting in the pet space is actually figuring out how to do that. And PetSmart is a really nice avenue. If you're looking to come into the pet space, not sure what you want to do, they put you through school. They give you a bunch of supplies and they set you on a path. What you want to do with that path is up to you. But I do love that it doesn't need to be a trail of breadcrumbs and that there are companies out there like PetSmart who are you know, who are opening up avenues and opening up possibilities for people. So we wanted them to be our sponsor because we like that. It doesn't all need to be about 100% entrepreneurship. It's about just getting into the pet space in any way that you can get there. And quite honestly, PetSmart's a great way. So they are our sponsors. Okay, on that note, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back. We're going to talk to Dave. It's going to be awesome. All right, thanks for listening. I'm Jamie. I'm your host. I'll be right back. Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right. You scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero Mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Love to spoil your dog, but no time to shop? Well, check out PupJoy.com. Dog parents are raving about them. They deliver amazing boxes of treats and toys directly to your door. Premium goodies from indie brands, all customized to your dog's unique needs. So you can relax and spend more time on important things like couch cuddles and belly rubs. 
Get personalized boxes of joy for your pup. Plus, built-in support for animal rescue. All for less than you'd pay at the store. Save $10 on your first order today! Go to pupjoy.com, customize your plan, and enter Pets Mean Business at checkout. P-U-P-J-O-Y dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All right, so you stuck around. That's a good sign. I like that. Welcome back. I'm Jamie McDonald, your host on Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio Network. And today I have with me a good friend and a fellow entrepreneur, really just visionary, innovator, and Quite honestly, just a super smart and impressive guy. His name is Dave Knuffel. Yeah, go ahead and try saying that 10 times. Hi, Dave. Hey, Jamie. Hey, all right, I'm going to say a quick couple of things to you. I'm going to say a couple of things about you, but I wanted you to be here while I say it. So I'm going to read, kind of read, but also talk. So like I said, Dave, you and I have known each other for 20, how many years? 20 years. Oh my gosh. We go way back. It's actually, is it? Yeah, it's twenty years. That's exactly right. Like maybe nineteen, but about nineteen or twenty years. So yeah, we go way back. And the fact that we are now in the same industry just tickles both of us. I think we're both like, so wow, cool. we we actually work together now. So you're all like, all right, fine. Who's this Dave guy? All right, so <laughs> so yeah, why is he on your show? Great, you're friends. So Dave is also the CEO and founder of a really innovative food company called Coast and Rain. He is a California-based pet food company, startup company in the Bay Area, which makes him like way cooler, right? Because he's like out there in the Bay Area doing things like that. We all think that that's where innovation happens. Clearly, Dave is a part of that movement. And he built this pet company. He came to me a while ago and he said, I think I want to do this. What do you think? And he laid it out and I was like, yeah, I would feed my dogs that in about one second flat because he built this company and he'll talk more about that on this belief that pets need a protein rich diet and that their diet comes from the same thing that we want to feed our family members, which is whole food ingredients, real vitamins, vitamins that aren't made in a laboratory setting. And so he is developing this brand, this dog food, starting with dogs that really um, embrace and embody the idea of whole food feeding organic, non-GMO, all of that stuff that you'd expect. Um, he's coming from it, and I'm going to let him talk about that. He's coming from it from a really knowledgeable place. He's been in consumer packaged goods for his entire career, has an MBA, holds an MBA from University of Chicago, and also has a CPA. So he has this really great blend of consumer package experience, really great business expertise. And he also will talk a little bit about, um, he's also worked in pet food companies before as well, which really, I think, inspired him to to move forward. So I'm going to let him talk about, do you want me, can I tell him, can I say where you work? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. All right. So he led the marketing. So you guys are going to be like, oh man, this dude's got it going on. He led marketing for Natural Balance, which of course, as you know, is one of the largest specialty pet food brands. So he ran shopper marketing and e-commerce for the, you know, for as part of Natural Balance, as part of the Big Heart Pet Brands. They're part of Nature's Recipe, Milk Bone, Meow Mix. So like this guy knows his stuff. You know your stuff, dude. A little bit, a little bit. (laughs) Kind of. All right. So I've said enough about you. Let's let you talk. By the way, you live in San Francisco. We talked about that in the East Bay with your wife, who I love dearly. Becky, she's the best. Two kids and Dharma, the black lab mix, who's who's watching me right now, wondering what I'm doing. Darmy, you're the best. That dog, by the way, I was uh, other thing. I was out in San Francisco with them last week doing some work. And uh, she's a fabulous dog, as are your children. She, She is a good dog. And she's part of the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. 
Talk about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've spent 20 years working for some of the largest food brands in the country, and I've seen the demand for better products, products that are natural, organic, free of genetically modified organisms, sustainable and environmentally friendly. And I've seen that that trend brewing for the last 20 years and, and for the last four years working in the pet industry. I've seen those trends move into our industry as well. And I believe that there's an opportunity for pet food companies to really adopt some of the practices, quite honestly, that we take for granted in the human food industry and bring those into pet. Things like quality products, things like transparency around where our ingredients sourced from, why are certain things in, in the products that we make, safety. You know, unfortunately, our pet food industry we have about 12 major recalls a year. In the, the human food industry, that would be an epidemic. Unfortunately, pet doesn't really get regulated the same way as human food. And so there are all of these practices that I've seen that I feel like the pet food industry could adopt. And part of my motivation for starting Coast and Range is to really bring change, bring change to the industry by leading us in a, in a new and exciting direction. What kind of pushback do you think you're going to, or have you already experienced from some of those more established? I mean, I I know that you're just, you know, I'm not sure what kind of conversations you're having, but either what pushback have you had or what do you expect to hear from some of the more established? And it doesn't need to be the big heart pet smuckers folks, but even, you know, smaller scale, but premium foods who aren't adopting those same practices. What are you preparing yourself for? Yeah, you know, and I've got a tremendous amount of respect for all the companies in the pet food industry. I really do think they try to do the the right thing, but they're burdened by these these legacy manufacturing facilities and they're they're burdened by these brands that they've owned for, you know, in some cases close to a century. And so change will come slowly to those companies. And that's part of my motivation for starting out on my own. In terms of pushback, you know, it's such an interesting industry because quite honestly, we know so little about the digestive systems of dogs and cats. They're incredibly complex animals. They are not small humans. And there's unfortunately just a lot of misinformation out there. You know, the trend towards grain-free diets, you see people citing studies from the 60s that too much protein is bad for dogs when in fact dogs actually need diets that are are rich in quality protein. There's just so much misinformation out there that it hasn't been pushback, Jamie, so much as it's just been conflicting points of view. And so what we're trying to do with Coast and Range is bring forward as much fact-based information as possible. And, and we're, we're forming an advisory council right now that's made up of some of the leading experts in small animal nutrition in North America. And we are trying to be as much a quality product as we are a quality provider of information. And so, you know, pushback is a great word, Jamie, but I think it's it's really more just people who either are misinformed or don't have a tremendous amount of good quality information. And I think it's also the fact that, you know, there's just so much more research that needs to be done on these amazing animals. 
So is your goal at some point, and I don't think you and I have talked about this, but have you ever considered having a foundation is probably the wrong, the wrong word, but do you at some point hope to be a part of that movement to have, you know, learn more about digestion and nutrition and just how systems are impacted by quality of feed? Yeah. And I think, you know, there's a lot of really great work that's going on right now. And I think that in some cases that work is is driven by maybe a little bit of a of a, an agenda based self serving approach, right? right Whereas, exactly. right, I think I think the opportunity is for research to be done in a way that gives people who really understand these animals the latitude to go and research topics that are going to have the most impact. I think of one in particular. I have an advisor who works quite a bit with prebiotics and probiotics. And, you know, you, you see this in pet food. If you turn over a bag of pet food and you look on the back, you will see all sorts of prebiotics and probiotics listed. The reality is very few of those ingredients survive the manufacturing process. And I'm speaking primarily about dry dog food. And just about every brand of dog food now has that listed. And she talks about the fact that people are maybe being misled a little bit because they think these probiotics, which are fantastic, can help with digestion and, and can help balance the overall microbiome and the immune system. They think they're in there when they're not. And then you take that to actually getting it to the consumer through the supply chain. They open it up and many consumers, unfortunately, leave their bags of, of dry dog food open to get oxygen, which means that mm. much of the nutrition in there, right, gets exposed to oxygen and, and those probiotic and prebiotic benefits go, go away. And so for me, that would be a, one of the areas that I'd love to see more research done on is, hey, how can we get these prebiotics and probiotics all the way to the pet's feeding bowl? And what can we do to make sure that they're getting the right mix? Well, and also I think, and this is one of the things that I think is a uh, really interesting about your platform and about how you're approaching the market and, and obviously giving your background in CPG and consumer packaged goods and in the pet space, you know, you're coming at this with an arsenal of experience and insight. And I think one of the ways that you're approaching this is thinking about it from the pet owner perspective, not just as a marketing component, not just how are we going to you know, position our brand and how are we going to get distribution and do all the things you need to do in order to have success. But I love that you're really focused on owner education. I find that Brands will say that and they want to do that, but it's not necessarily a part of their kind of um, DNA as far as, you know, the founder's DNA and as far as like how we're going to build the company. And I know that, you know, based on our discussions and my insight into what you're doing, that's such an important part. I mean, you just, by the way, just completely blew my mind on the oxygen thing you said. I never, I mean, my dog food happens to be in a sealed container just because that just, it's easy and that's how we have it. And, but my cat food isn't, my cat food's in a, you know, it's in a bag that I roll up and I take some out and put it in a smaller container and then take from there. But I never even thought about that. Yeah, Dave's um, tip number one to all of your listeners. <laughs> uh, honestly, if if you can, I would recommend against transferring it to another container. Really? Honestly, yeah, honestly, all you're doing is you're exposing the food to more oxygen. And I would keep whether it's dog or cat food, I'd keep it in the bag. If your manufacturer is a quality manufacturer, like a coast and range, 
They'll provide you with a resealable bag so that you can minimize the food's exposure to oxygen. If they don't, and that's fine if your your brand of food doesn't, a simple chip clip. You know, roll the top of the bag over, chip clip, and and what you really want to do is try to minimize the amount of oxygen exposure that that the food gets. And again, I'm talking about dry kibble. Obviously, wet food needs to be refrigerated after opening, so that's a totally different talk show. But my <laughs> advice to you would be. Yeah, minimize the amount of oxygen that that food gets exposed to because what happens is the proteins in the uh, the food will actually start to oxidize and they'll ultimately go rancid. And oh my god, that's, that's incredible! Yeah, I had, how yeah. is this possible? That I don't. I've been working in the pet space for twenty five years, Dave, and I've never had this conversation yeah. with anybody. Really, I mean, I've never, I've never even thought about that impact on pet food. All right, on that note, hold on, yeah. hold your yeah, hold, yeah. hold your roll for one second. This is good. Um, <laughs> see everybody, look at how awesome Dave is. He's here to just help. I mean, really, I feel like that is totally what Coast and Range is going to do. It's going to help people, and you're already doing it. On that note, let's take a break. Um, and hear back from our sponsors. Give us a chance to get some water. Also, too, during break, if you want to go ahead and check out um, so you can kind of have perspective on, on Dave and talking about Coast and Range, the website is up. It's coastandrange.com, coastandrange.com. Facebook is uh, live. Instagram, you can tweet Mr. Dave at D Knuffle. And this is all going to be on the show page. You can look below and see all of this. But D Knuffle is D. His last name is awesome. It's Knuffle. Best name ever. K-N-O-E-P-F-L-E. Best name ever. But you can you know, tweet Dave questions. I'm sure he'd be happy to uh, answer and uh, and engage Absolutely. in conversation. Of course you would because you're awesome. So, all right. So while we're going to break, feel free to go ahead and take a look at Dave's uh, stuff, his social world. And um, we come back, maybe some more tips and uh, other interesting discussions. And we want to learn more about you too, because that's really helps people to understand, you know, more about why you're doing what you're doing. So on that note, Dave, hang tight. Everybody else, hang tight. We'll be right back with Pets Mean Business. I guess Dave Knuffel, CEO and founder of Post and Range. I'm Jamie McDowell, and you're listening to Pets Mean Business. Be right back. Well, she's sitting curled up on my lap as we speak. <laughs> Beautiful Bella's my long-haired Dotson. She was thrown out of a pickup truck going 30 miles an hour, and she disappeared into the woods with the wild animals, uh, boars and coyotes. About four weeks later, she just appeared as she was a mess. Her fur was matted. She scratched almost nonstop. My friend suggested that I order this stuff called Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. She gobbles it up. She has been itch-free ever since, and her fur is gorgeous. Anyone out there who has a rescue dog, start them on a Dinovite diet for at least a 90-day period. They bond better with the people who take good care of them. They are going to be your buddy for a very, very long time. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Hey guys, we're back. Uh, It's Jamie McDowell. I think you know that already, so I won't say that again, but I will talk to you about my guest and give you his name again, Dave Knuffel, K-N-O-E-P-F-L-E. I can say that really fast from 20 years of friendship. Uh, (laughs) 
today, like we've been talking about, is uh, the founder and CEO of a brand new premium pet food called Coast and Range. He founded this company in May of 2017 and is already moving really quickly on getting the formulation done and uh, getting first batch ready for production. So it's a really, really impressive timeline as well, which, you know, in entrepreneurship, that is usually a longer, I think that's usually a longer stretch to go from a innovate from the innovative moment to founding to actually coming up with something you can put in front of people. So let's talk about that a little bit. What are you surprised about? So coming from, you've come from a, listen, your background is 100% corporate, right? Big business, Kraft, uh, Weber, I'm doing this off the top of my head, Kraft, Weber, Snapple, right? Yeah. Dr. Pepper, yeah, okay. Wrigley, right? <laughs> these are these yeah. little brands that no one's ever heard of. Uh, Smuckers, Big Heart Pet, you know, that whole thing. So, I mean, you've yeah. literally been in this really large space. You come from a really prestigious, you know, you went to Miami of Ohio and you went to, yeah. you know, Booth and you have your CPA. I mean, like the things I said early on, like you're, you've got incredible pedigree and a really broad, you know, really broad experience across, you know, how large businesses operate. And, and with that, you've had a lot of resources to play with a lot of ability. What are you finding to be kind of some of the bigger shock moments or shock points around being in this entrepreneurial founder startup space? Yeah, I think the biggest surprise for me, and and this is pretty specific to pet food, is how much the equipment that makes the food drives what we feed our pets. Even though I had spent all of this time, you know, leading some very, very large brands in the space, I never, no one had ever explained that to me. And so, you know, being a founder, and as you all know, Jamie, you know, you're wearing all sorts of hats that, you know, you probably didn't wear back when, back when you weren't an entrepreneur, that's been the biggest surprise. And, and little things like trying to feed our pets the way they were supposed to be fed, right? And, you know, Jamie, you've heard me talk about this, but dogs and cats aren't small humans, and they lack some very specific things that humans have, and, and not to get too technical, but I got to throw this out, salivary amylase, which all humans have. And what the salivary amylase allows us to do is we start breaking down carbohydrates the second we put them on our tongue. So literally, the second that potato chip hits your tongue, your saliva actually starts breaking it down and it, and it helps make that carbohydrate more digestible. Dogs and cats have no salivary amylase. And so these food formulas that we've created are high in carbohydrate and low in protein. And it's it's really the reverse of what we should be feeding. And my surprise has been, and kind of my aha moment is, because that's the way the equipment runs. It actually needs to have a certain amount of dry ingredients. Those dry ingredients are not quality protein because quality protein will come to a pet food manufacturing facility in wet form. And so part of the reason why we're not feeding our pets the way we're supposed to is actually driven by equipment. And so one of my big challenges has been to find a manufacturing partner who can help us break that that paradigm down. So do you think then, which is actually really interesting, because you did share this with me, but it's really, it's clicking for me right now, based on just the focus of this conversation. Is part of your vision, or maybe just generally speaking, do you think that there's some space there then for all new innovation around just the equipment? Yeah, oh, for sure. And, yeah, I mean, that's and, what I'm hearing you say. I'm just, yeah, that, right? That's what it seems like. There's just a huge opportunity to literally redefine an industry. Yeah, and you see people already moving there, right? You've got 
raw, freeze-dried. You've got folks that are making their own food for their pets at home. All that's fine, but it comes with a certain set of challenges. I, I mean, anyone who's rehydrated a dehydrated food, you know, on the counter of their kitchen while their dog is jumping up and down because they know they're about to be fed, that three minutes you're waiting for that dehydrated food to rehydrate can feel like an, an eternity. Similarly, you know, refrigerated and frozen products, I have folks that I work with who they live in tiny urban apartments. They can't clear out two shelves of their refrigerator to store a 15-day supply of a refrigerated right. food. And so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to bring that quality to a traditional dry form and give people the, the convenience and the safety that comes from having a baked product like that in their house to feed to their pets. The equipment equation, which, you know, kind of circling back to your question, the equipment equation, yeah, there is absolutely innovation that's happening on the equipment side. And part of what makes Coast and Range different is we've exhaustively searched the whole lower 48 of the United States looking for co-manufacturing partners who have the right equipment and who are investing in new equipment to help make these kinds of high-protein, low-carbohydrate formulas that are really you know, designed for optimal nutrition. And people are doing it. Some people are, are making the investment. You know, they're upgrading their facilities. They're getting organic certification. They're doing all the right things. And then there are others who are they're not investing. And so I think there's going to be a day when equipment manufacturers are going to, to be very, very busy because this is what consumers are going to demand. Well, and with companies like Coast and Range and some of the other, you know, kind of newer food companies that are in the marketplace right now, they're, it's going to be a, I think, because the pet industry does move kind of, I think it's like a combination of it moves really fast and it moves really slow. But, and that goes across, I think, all areas, whether it's, you know, toys and products or whether it's, you know, service quality and expectations from providers, what have you. But I think that once all of, you know, you and, and some of your competitors, once it starts becoming a conversation, which it's not right now. I mean, it's, it's some conversation, especially with like fanciers, you know, people on the inside, so to speak. But once it starts becoming a conversation, which I know is, again, one of your goals and one of the focuses of Coast and Range, then yeah, I think what's going to end up happening is that, you know, five years from now, it becomes the norm, which is essentially what what certainly sets you up for a lot of success if, if that does and when it does become the norm, that we have those expectations of the quality that you're describing and obviously goes all the way back to, you know, the manufacturing process that is not right now where it needs to be, especially for the big guys. And, uh, and so actually, that's a question I have. So, you know, how do you as an entrepreneur and as an innovator in the pet space, specifically in the pet food space, how do you have conversations, right? You and I have kind of talked about this a little bit, but how do you talk to people when they go, well, you know, I can't afford premium food. You know, I'm doing Alpo. My grandpa fed Alpo, my dad fed Alpo, and I feed Alpo. My dogs are fine. Sure, a little bit of eye discharge, <laughs> a little bad quality or whatever else comes with a lower quality product. But how do you have that conversation or do you even bother? Because you, you, so, know, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying, right? I totally do. And, and so here's what I say. There are some pet parents who just don't want to know that, you know, they're buying a particular brand and they kind of know deep down it's not the best possible thing for their pet, but they're, that's just the decision that they've made. And 
There is another group of pet parents who want to know, but there's so much misinformation out there. And so what we offer to pet parents as a free service and my my shameless little plug for Coast and Range, if you go to our website. Hardly shameless. <laughs> That's actually one of your jobs as a CEO is always, it's never shameless. It's always full of pride. I know, but I, I say this in all seriousness to the listeners, you know, go to our website, coastandrange.com. We offer a free assessment of your current food. And this is a fact-based assessment. None of this is driven by marketing. I mean, I literally don't have a product to sell to you yet. So all I'm giving you is the information that my team and I have gleaned from you know decades of working in the pet industry. I'm by far and away the, the newbie. But my team has decades of experience and we'll assess your current food. And what we'll do is we'll tell you what we like about the formula. We'll tell you some questions that we have because one of the challenges in the pet food industry is the packaging does not give you a whole lot of information. Like if you were to go and look at your bag of dog food today and flip it over and want to know how much carbohydrate is in that food, you won't find it. Carbohydrates are a non-essential nutrient for dogs and cats and therefore it's not required to be on the package. Yet, if you were to go and actually calculate it, in some cases, it's 40, 50, and even 60% of the ingredients that are actually in the bag. And so we'll go through, we'll do that. We will we'll actually do the math for you. We'll tell you what the composition is of your food. And then we'll, we'll leave you with some questions. And ultimately, those, those are questions that the pet food manufacturer themselves can answer. I can't answer that. And so, you know, for a, a pet parent who's really curious, you can actually call the pet food company and, and see what kind of a response you'll get. And, and more reputable brands have expertly trained, highly educated people manning their 1-800 numbers who will give you really good answers and then some maybe, maybe not so much. And then what I say is once you know what's really in the food, then you have to ask yourself, am I getting what I'm paying for, right? And I think there are, I talk to a lot of pet parents who think they're paying for really high quality food. But when you actually analyze what's in the bag, it's not terribly high quality at all. And then you have a decision to make. You have a decision to make as an educated pet parent, is it worth spending more to deliver nutrition through whole food ingredients or to deliver optimal balance between protein and carbohydrate? Or is it important to deliver nutrition through natural sources of vitamins and minerals, not vitamins and minerals that are synthetic and made in a lab? And so you know, really, that's the kind of conversation I have is I said, look, you know, I'm not going to judge anyone. We all try to do the right thing for our pets. And ultimately, it boils down to you making a personal decision. I just want you to make an informed decision. I want mm -hmm. you to make as informed a decision as you can be. And we provide pet parents with those tools right on our website. That was fabulous. That was really great. You are a wealth of knowledge, Mr. Knuffel. And uh, and I think anyone listening is not only going to be inspired by the fact that you're taking this problem head on, but you're also really, it's so clear to me, and I know you, so I can say this anyway, but I think even if I didn't know you and this was my first exposure to you, I would say that you are incredibly impassioned and um, coming from exactly the right place to tackle this problem. I mean, it is a problem, right? How we feed our pets I think could easily be category could be classified as a problem. And I love that you are taking a huge risk at this point in your career, because let's face it, with your background and who you are, you could be fetching, you know, a really nice salary working for any number of companies in this world. And I really, 
you know, I don't think I've said this to you yet, but I'm really proud of you and I'm really inspired by you. And I hope that, you know, I, I hope that you are taking that too, because it's hard to be an entrepreneur and you should know that the people around you who know what you're doing feel, you know, just are here to support you and feel just completely inspired by how you're approaching this because you're doing it totally right. And I just love watching it, being a part of it, being able to support you in any way. So congratulations. As your friend, I would say congratulations. As a fellow entrepreneur, I say congratulations. As a pet owner, I say thank you. And as a host of this radio show, I would also say thank you for being my guest today and for helping so much on you know, in this short amount of time. I feel like you've helped a lot of people. So thank you, Dave. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you very much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate it. I feel the same way. So everybody, this was uh, this was episode Dave Knuffel, Coast and Range, CEO, founder, new company. It's really exciting. You can say you heard it here first on Pet Life Radio Network on my show, Pets Mean Business. To find out more about our friend Dave, coastandrange.com is a great place to start. And again, reach out to Dave with any further questions. And uh, we will uh, hope that you know, so some of this information you learned today and what you'll continue to read about is going to inspire you to at least have more knowledgeable choices. Choices will be what they are. No judgment, like Dave said. But I do think that it's uh, it's important that we, we have some sense of what we're doing and why we're doing it. Thank you to my sponsors today, Pet Life Radio. No, that's not my sponsor. That's my that's my show. <laughs> That's the folks that are making this all happen, making the magic work. <laughs> um, but to the sponsors, Pup Joy, great subscription box service. If you're looking to go that route, I cannot say enough. Um, it's just a, I just got my box actually a couple of days ago. It's awesome. Fetch Find, which is an incredible content and education company for the pet industry. Hmm, I think I've heard of it. And then of course our friends at PetSmart Grooming Academy. So thanks to my sponsors. Thanks to my guest Dave Knuffel. Thanks to Mark Winter, who I never give a shout out to, but he's a producer and he's awesome. And thank you to the listener for being here taking the time learning about stuff being a part of this whole movement and if you need me jamie at petliferadio.com i'm here for you anytime on that note thank you so much we'll see you next time let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com